Hello, and welcome back to the Iowa Type Theory Commute. I'm Aaron Stump, and we're starting a chapter here in the podcast about uh, extensionality, extensional quality in type theory. And I wanted to talk a little bit about, and you know, so this is basically this idea that, um, well, I mean, what is the idea really? It's a good question. An extensional quality, I mean, one form of what people usually care about is function extensionality, they call it. So we'd like to be able to equate two functions f and g of let's say simply like from type that f and g have type a to b we'd like to equate f and g um, if for any input of type a f and g give equal outputs of type b this is you know pretty uncontroversial statement of what function extensionality would mean uh you know and we could we were talking the last time about it's typical in type theories to have a distinction between a definitional equality um I was reading, by the way, uh, a really pretty interesting paper by a philosophical logician, as far as I can tell, who I'd not heard of before, named Anston Clev. Um, and uh, I was reading a paper of his about eta laws in Martin Luff type theory, and he preferred the term, I think he preferred the term judgmental identity over definitional equality. Anyway, um, I'll probably come back to some of what I was reading there in his work, because it was pretty interesting stuff. Um, uh, anyway, so, but we usually have, let's just use the somewhat more standard terminology, which is a definitional equality and a propositional equality. So definitional equality is the sort of automatic equality that your type checker makes use of. Um, and you're, basically your typing judgments are generally expected to be invariant under definitional equality. Like anywhere you have, uh, um, you know, a typing derivation, you should be able to swap out one term with the definitionally equal term. Um, yeah, there may be some caveats there now that I think about it. Uh, <laughs> with a, let's at least say with the definitionally equal term of the same type. I mean, some notions of definitional equality are going to insist that the two terms or two expressions that you're saying are equal have the same type, um, and others might be more flexible and just the way the system is organized, they might not in insist in the form, you know, in the specification of definitional equality, that the terms have the same type. But generally, that's that's what we're we're thinking of. We're going to replace um, one term with an equal term of the same type. But again, definitional equality is is a kind of a form of equality that is made use of automatically during type checking, whereas propositional equality. Um, you have equality as a type in the the type theory, and you can thus explicitly prove, you can write down a term that is a proof of a propositional equality. Okay, so again, that's like a pretty basic setup that you would find in many systems out there. Um, definitely languages like Calk and Agda are set up around this idea. Uh, now, extensional martin Luff type theory is a type theory that um, gives us extensionality by the sort of radical move of of identifying propositional and definitional equality. I mean, I guess I should be careful, especially since I was reading, recently reading philosophical logicians' papers. We should be careful about these, how we phrase these things. But um, so in extensional martin Luff type theory, there is a typing rule that says um, if two expressions are provably equal, then they're definitionally equal. Okay, so if you have, if and it, it, when you say it that way, it doesn't sound too crazy. Like, okay, 
provable quality plus definitional quality. Yeah, but the part that's tricky about this is that when you say provable quality, you mean there is a proof, right? We're, we're saying like, if you have a proof that, you know, expression one equals expression two, then expression one can just be automatically replaced by the type checker with expression two. And if you read it that way, that doesn't sound, again, may not sound too crazy. So that's reading the rule kind of top from the premises, like that you have a, prop, a provable equality to the conclusion. But um, if you think about how a type checker works, you know, a lot of times these typing rules are read from bottom up algorithmically. So it's like, if I want to, if you read this, um, this equality reflection rule, as it's called, if you read equality reflection, um, that, which is the rule that just says provable equality implies definitional equality. If you read it backwards, it says, if you're trying, if you read it, you know, conclusion to premises, it says, if you're trying to prove, if, to, if the type checker wants to check that two expressions are definitionally equal, what it should do is try to invent a proof that they are provably equal. I mean, phrase that way, right? That, now you could start to see like, ooh, that doesn't sound very algorithmic. <laughs> the type checker is just supposed to go off and search through um, you know, this pretty hopeless space of all possible proofs, including all possible inductive proofs, for a proof that these two expressions are equal, and then it can just automatically change them. Yeah, so algorithmically that rule, I think it's safe to say, um, I'm not aware of anybody who thinks that that rule should be sort of viewed, makes, makes good sense to use it algorithmically. Um, so yes, so anyway, but extension of Martin Luther type theory, you know, you could still, um, and you know, people have done this. I mean, so New Pearl, the um, pretty famous type theory implemented at Cornell um, by Bob Constable and his um, team. I understood from talking to someone from Cornell recently that Bob has retired. Wish him a happy retirement. Uh, so, um, anyhow, that. Uh, I believe that NewPerl was based on is based on extensional Martin Luft type theory. I have to double check that. I'm a little rusty on the details of that. So, but definitely um, NewPerl was kind of famous for. It didn't really have. Um, it didn't use this idea of just writing down terms that are annotated by types in order to get a sort of a, an algorithmic type check approach to type checking. So instead, the user um, who's trying to use NewPerl to write down programs or proofs would have to write proofs of typings, right? So you'd have to prove a typing using some proof rules. Usually, you know, we're so used to in the world of Curry-Howard, which that, that system was also based on Curry-Howard, but had a, just a different view of how to make Curry-Howard algorithmic. Usually we're used to thinking of like, well, um, I've got some, some rules for, of proof. I mean, these rules should be effective. Like I should be able to tell when I've correctly applied a rule and this kind of thing. Um, and I want to uh, to get a type checker out of this. I any parts of the rules that you sort of had to guess, like to say, oh, to apply this rule, you know, I, uh, something, some information had to be sort of non-deterministically chosen or just picked from somewhere. Um, you know, like say for example, you're trying to instantiate a quantifier. Like, how should you instantiate that? Um, uh, this kind of information. Um, uh, we're used to just having that appear in a, an, an expression as some kind of annotation. And, but in, in, uh, in these kind of systems, and in an extensional Martin Luther type theory, um, 
I guess the idea is you're you're basically prepared. I mean, actually, I don't really know other implemented extensional Martin Luft type theory systems. I know John Sterling and collaborators had done some things like this, um, sort of trying to build on New Pearl. And I, I don't really know exactly what, what they came up with there. So that would be a good learning issue for myself. Um, but yeah. Now, the last thing I want to say about extensional Martin Luft type theory. So we have this rule called equality reflection. It says, um, read premises to conclusion, it says if you have approvable equality, then you can use that definitionally. Um, you can just magically change, uh, make change E1 to E2 anywhere you would want inside a, a type. Um, uh, so how does this actually give us function extensionality? Yeah, I had to look this up and I mean, I had to kind of work through this myself and I carefully wrote in my notebook, which is in the back of my car that I'm driving right now. So I didn't think to pull that out. Um, I'm okay. I guess I'm going to try to see. So to get function extensionality, we would like to know that, um, uh, if you could prove, like, say you have two terms f and g of type a or b and you want to suppose you could prove that like assuming some x of type a you could prove fx is equal to gx at type b okay by propositionally now say you could prove that um then we'd like to know that you could then prove that f is equal to g and the with with equality reflection the, the path to that to this function extensionality principle is that you say, um, okay, from provable equality of fx to gx, uh, I definitely, by, by equality reflection, I have definitional equality, right? So if I can prove that fx equals gx, then by equality reflection, fx and gx are definitionally equal. Now, then this is where I turned to, um, to this work by Clev, that then it's, at least he says that it's typical to have a sort of an ADA law for definitional equality. So that if I have um, proven fx is definitionally equal to gx, assuming I've got an x of type A, then that entitles me to conclude that, you know, like f and g are definitionally equal at type A or B. And from definitional equality at type A or B, even intentional Martin Luft type theory will let you conclude that. Um, a, a provable equality. So it's uncontroversial in intentional type theory. Definitional equality, the kind your type checker automatically does for you, that implies provable equality. It's the other direction, provable to definitional, that is a powerful principle that gives us extensional Martin Luft type theory. Okay, I hope you were able to get something out of what I was sharing now about this, and hope you're well wherever you are. Uh, shoot me an email anytime to introduce yourself, ask me a question, anything like that. If I've made some horrible mistake or you'd like to enlighten me, you know, perform your um, corporal work of mercy for the day and shoot me an email to tell me where, where I could do something more correctly. Okay, thanks for listening.